right now. We're going to talk about CBD. So we, we've talked a lot on the show about the cannabis industry. It's obviously taken off in a massive way since it was legalized in our country. But what about CBD? A bit more of a complex product that doesn't get talked about quite as much. Specifically, when it comes to CBD that's unlicensed or unregulated, are Canadian consumers perhaps putting themselves at a risk that they don't even realize. We're going to get into it right now with our next guest, who's the Assistant Professor in the Faculty of Business Administration at the Memorial University of Newfoundland. We have Majid Agbali Zarch joining us. Mr. Zarch, good morning. Thanks so much for being on the show. Good morning. My pleasure. So, I mean, we've we've heard of CBD. We, talk, we talked about cannabis a lot. But CBD is kind of a complex product because it appears in a lot of different forms. So when we boil it down... Can you help summarize and define what exactly is CBD? So basically, in essence, the main difference with CBD with other cannabis products is that uh, it shouldn't create a high, like uh, the products that are uh, THC-based. So uh, because of uh, some of the potential health uh, uh, benefits that it it may have, it's been allowed to be used. But there are there are issues around it that uh, that is that has created confusion for the consumers, and that's why we had this uh, article, uh, the conversation piece, published uh, based on based on our research. So it's, uh, that, it's that's why we're here. Cannabis that has had the the THC or the the drug uh, effect of cannabis removed from it so it can be used in many different forms you can you can take it orally you can use it topically and a lot of people do i have a lot of people in my life that say that they have experienced you know really really great effects from cbd but there are some issues when it comes to whether or not it's licensed properly what are some of those problems or issues with it right uh so the issue of unlicensed uh Sellers or uh, analysis products uh, is uh, is the subject of our article, and, and you know, um, number one, product labels should not provide health recommendations. Um, whereas in practice, you see that some do, and uh, you know, it, you know, they're not allowed to do it, but it's not properly enforced. So that's one. The other one is that um, you know salespeople in retail stores and you know online websites uh, should not provide um, health recommendations. Mm-hmm. Health recommendations should only pro- be provided by healthcare uh, providers, like professional healthcare providers. Uh, but that's not again. Uh, that's not again uh, what what's being done. And, and the, uh, that's being done by unlicensed providers. Well, unlicensed providers, uh, yes, they do every, everything they want because they're unlicensed and uh, you know unregulated. Uh, there are websites that you can go and buy, and some people even don't know. Some consumers don't know that these are not licensed. So that's the that's the that's the issue. The consumer confusion and unawareness is the problem. And is it that because CBD does not have hallucinogenic properties, that's why it does it not need to be licensed? Can anybody sell uh, CBD? And that's 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 you know if it was if it was the the THC containing it would there would be more regulatory uh, overwatch on it, wouldn't there? Well, the thing is, the thing is. There should be a con- control mechanism, and that's why we are suggesting that policies should should revisit this situation. Is that you know how do if it's not licensed, 
And if a consumer goes, an average consumer goes and purchases a product from them, how can make, they make sure that it doesn't have THC and it doesn't create a high? Uh, and it's uh, so when there is no control, when there is no testing. So is that the concern? Is that it, it might still contain THC, and so you might you might get a drug effect when you're really not intending to? Or could the consequences be even more severe? Maybe a, a contaminated product that could make someone sick. It could be both. Hmm. It could be both. So uh, there has been cases that's been shown that you know a consumer has bought a CB, presumably a CBD product but it's created high, and testing has shown that it has a significant amount of uh, THC in it. Uh, and the issues with uh, mold and c- contamination is also uh, uh, could, could also happen. So wouldn't it be in the best interest of the cannabis industry to then sort of adopt CBD under their umbrella? I mean, I can't, I, I, when you go into a cannabis store right now, are there CBD products that are available? Uh, some are. Uh, but you know the, the the issue is with the unlicensed unlicensed uh, uh, sellers. They are not regulated, and consumers are not aware of it. I mean, probably they they won't go away. But uh, you know, if there are like uh, public awareness campaigns, like you know, California has a, had a campaign. It's, it's called uh, Get Weedwise, and the idea was to number one encourage consumers to buy just from licensed producers or sellers uh, and uh, number two encourage all licensed sellers to become licensed Mm. now i understand that there is barriers for unlicensed sellers to become licensed there are are huge barriers but i think the the policymakers role here is to identify and minimize those barriers so unlicensed sellers could become Shouldn't this all be covered under sort of Health Canada guidelines for any kind of consumable product? Shouldn't shouldn't we already have regulations in in place that cover this? I think I think any product that is about the health and wellness of Canadians should be under the radar and uh, you know should be included in the policies of Health Canada and, and other policymakers. Hmm. Okay, well, thank you so much for shedding some light on this conversation. We really appreciate your time this morning. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course. Take care. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.